0: Hi, this is Dr. Jeff McCombs. Thank you for joining me again today for more Candida diet tips, recipes, and insights for greater health and vitality in your life. We are back again with another episode filled with information about Candida diets, recipes, nutrition, and the latest insights from science and all things Candida. This is episode 17, And today's episode is going to be a short look at the effects of antibiotics from a uh, hopefully more humorous perspective. Hopefully you'll appreciate it as such and perhaps be able to remember these effects more easily. Sometimes uh, making something a little bit more humorous makes it easier to remember than trying to remember a lot of science facts. I've written many posts on the effects of antibiotics and how that causes candida, Um, and also a lot of the risks that are inherent in antibiotic use. And I consistently cite the overwhelming science associated with their use. So if you want to see the post and the science, just go to candidaplan.com, C-A-N-D-I-D-A-P-L-A-N.com, and search for antibiotics, and you'll find at least 20, maybe 20 to 30 blog posts supported by science on the negative effects and risk of antibiotic use. And here are the top 10 reasons to take antibiotics. Number one, it helps my doctor feel like he's actually doing something for me. Number two, my MD gives them away like candy and I have a sweet tooth. Number three, being gassy and bloated helps to hold my pants up. Number four, I'd like to have a weak immune system for the rest of my life. Number five, antibiotic resistance is one of the top three threats to human health on the planet, and I want it to be number one. Number six, it's the new Russian roulette. Number seven, I need to gain some weight. Number eight, I'm feeling out of touch with my local ER. Number nine, Having the runs will make me move faster. And number 10, I do not want to live forever. So let's just go back over those real quick. Hopefully that was humorous, but uh, if not, there's some supporting uh, evidence to go with this. It helps my doctor feel like he's actually doing something for me. This is so true. Um, Medicine is not where it should be by any means. And if a doctor doesn't know what's going on with you, more than likely you're going to get an antibiotic regardless. There was one doctor who was found in a study where 98% of the people who went to see him received antibiotics. And if we look at many of the uh, symptoms that we experience in the body when somebody is ill, a lot of times that's related to the immune system. And the immune system creates the achiness, the fevers, the fatigue, the malaise, you know, so... And that's all part of the immune response, but antibiotics can suppress the immune system, and therefore you feel better. Number two, my MD gives them away like candy, and I have a sweet tooth. I think that kind of goes with number one. They are the most overprescribed drug on the planet. Number three, being gassy and bloated helps to hold up my pants. Uh, When you destroy all the bacteria in the intestinal tract within five to seven days of antibiotic use, it creates a big problem makes it harder to digest food. There's more bloating. The effect, uh, the beneficial effect of the microbiome, uh, not only liver gallbladder function, but pancreatic function and digestion is gone. I'd like to have a weak immune system for the rest of my life. Most of the immune system is located in the intestinal tract, up to 70%. So when we affect the microbiome by wiping it out, we also affect the immune system and cause lifelong alterations. Number five, antibiotic resistance is one of the top three threats to human health on the planet, and I want it to be number one. They estimate by 2050, um, antibiotic resistance is going to kill about 10 million people a year. So we can probably put that into a little bit better perspective. In 2019, they recorded 1.3 million deaths due to antibiotic resistance, and they updated that uh, number to uh, almost 5 million in 2019. So we're way ahead of the track that we uh, thought was going to take us to 10 million deaths by 2050. Looks like it's going to happen a lot sooner. And it, um, at 5 million, it is the number three killer um, on the planet. And at 10 million a year, it'll be number one. And that is, uh, just to put it in perspective, COVID deaths were about 3 million a year. So by 2050, uh, $10 a year will be three times that. But as of 2019, we already surpassed that. Number six, it's the new Russian roulette. You don't always know what you're going to get when you take antibiotics. Some people do die outright. It's it's a small number, but they do. Some people are left with paralyzing issues. Um, Fluoroquinolone antibiotics are known for this. Penicillin can do it tetracycline uh Helmut Kohl who used to be the uh the ruler for Germany uh, the leader I think prime minister um his wife took penicillin and she developed a severe photosensitivity and was never able to go outside again in the sunlight if she wanted to walk outside she had to go out at night when it was dark with no lights around and it was miserable for her to be uh to say the least, uh, number seven, I need to gain some weight. It doesn't happen just in chickens and cows who are fed lots of antibiotics to fatten them up. It happens in humans too, and if by no other reason, just the amount of inflammation that uh, antibiotic use will generate in the body uh, will cause a lot of uh, dead water weight retention. Uh, number eight, I'm feeling out of touch with my local ER. That kind of goes with. Many of the side effects uh, from taking antibiotics that send people back either to the hospital or to another local ER, one of these uh, smaller places. Um, Number nine, having the runs will make me move faster. Again, when you wipe out 100 trillion bacteria and they release all these toxins into the intestinal tract, the body decides that's the fastest way to get those toxins out of the body. And number 10, I don't want to live forever. That goes with all the side effects. If we look at Candida, over 125 conditions associated, diseases and conditions associated with Candida, and Candida comes from antibiotic use, and that's just Candida. You can look at all the other microbes and all the long-term side effects that are associated with antibiotics. Today's recipe comes from the Everything Candida Diet book by yours truly, published by Simon & Schuster. This recipe is for roasted potatoes with basil, and can be found on page 209. Ingredients are two russet potatoes quartered into long wedges. Oh, sorry, that's five russet potatoes uh, quartered into long wedges, three tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil, six large basil leaves, one and a half tablespoons of thyme, one half teaspoon of salt, a half a teaspoon of pepper, Preheat the oven to 450. Place the potato wedges into a large saucepan of cold water and heat over medium high until the water starts to boil. Place the extra virgin olive oil in a large frying pan and heat over medium heat. Uh, Saute the potatoes for about 10 to 15 minutes or until they are brown. Add the basil, thyme, salt, and pepper and any other seasonings you would like. Put the potatoes on a baking dish or roasting pan and roast in the oven for another 10 to 15 minutes until the sides are crisp. Serve immediately and enjoy. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and be sure to subscribe for more Candida diet tips, recipes, and insights. If you can rate our show and give us some love there, that would be greatly appreciated. If you have any questions, please let us know and we will try to answer those in one of our upcoming episodes or get back to you personally. You can email us at support at or call us at 888-236-7780. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Amazon Alexa, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, podcast addict and others facebook at dr mccombs candida plan as well as our youtube channel twitter and instagram thank you again for taking the time to listen in and have a great day